0: Hey, this is Manuel Ferrero from International Slope It's sofa coming to you live from the Sports Grill in Kendall, Kendo, Florida. And on tonight's show, you don't want to miss Mr. Ray Sardinas from the Kiwanis of Little Havana, and also the uh, health topics, gluten with Dr. Ray, of course, and Sports with the Sports Sport, David Dward from CBS Sports Miami, CBS Four. Start dialing now and get on the show, on the Hot
1: Corner Show, on the Hot Corner Show hotline at 347-639-39, no, sorry, 347-637-3978. Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host. Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS. Emmanuel Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the Hot Corner.
2: Yes, sir, yes, sir. Live audience, plenty of applause from the live audience there. Uh, I want to welcome everybody in tonight to the show, the Hot Corner Show, coming to you live from Kendall Sports Grill on 97th Ave. Uh, we want to welcome everybody in. I'm your host, Dr. Ray, uh, the softball-playing chiropractor as done by Softball Magazine. And actually, I just got in my little Hot Corner Heldtip stepping in for the Softball Magazine coming out in a couple months in last night. Um, I had a 12 o'clock deadline. What time did I send it over to you? Like 1130, something like that. That's how we do it, baby. But we're ready to rock and roll on the hot corner tonight. Call in. Let us know what's going on. If you got any any info on Donald Trump, on spring break, on uh, what's going on in spring training right now. Peyton Manning retired. It's March Madness. It's all kinds of crazy stuff is happening. We got a special guest with us tonight, Ray Sardinia from Kiwani's He's, cool. he's going to tell us about golf, he's going to tell us about Calle Ocho, he's going to tell us about all kinds of things and, and how that's all been in the community. So, uh, before we get there, though, I want to ask you, oh, and don't forget, I'm going to be talking about gluten a little bit later. If you guys don't know what gluten is, if you think, Oh, man, what's all this stuff that I keep hearing? Gluten, gluten. We're going to talk about it, signs and symptoms, and, you know, what it can do and how it affects your health. So that's a really, really good health topic for tonight. We'll have our Sports Grill Halftime Show. over tell you guys what kind of delicious food they have over here at Sports Grill. And uh, we'll cap the evening with our sports Dork from Central Miami, David Dork. So uh, before we get there, Mr. Manuel T. the III, my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend. I want to introduce him tonight, man. How you doing, my friend?
0: Nothing much, Dr. Ray, nothing much. Here another beautiful Wednesday uh Sports Group. And uh, we got we got a lot of fans out here, some family, a lot of support. We got Chris, the intern. Chris, how's it going? Uh, but nothing much, Dr. Ray, I'm excited. Tomorrow we get to uh, defend our title. Over there at the Iwani's uh of Little Havana a Cherry Golf Tournament over at Mel Reese. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to go out there, hit the course, defend our title, bring back some hardware home. Because uh, you know, the, the wife gets upset when you spend all day out there playing golf and uh you don't come home alone home, with any uh, hardware.
2: Yeah, you got to come home. You can't come home empty-handed. So if you don't win, basically, you got to stop at Vicky C's or something like that. Otherwise, you know, there's there's a big problem. And what do they say? Happy wife, happy life. Maybe we can talk to our special guest, Ray, about that. He might know something about that. But uh, maybe he can fill us in. Uh, But, you know, Manny, you're right, man. Tons of support out here. Uh, I want to take some time real quick to wish my mother a very happy birthday. She's here tonight. Um, She's here with the family, with my fiancé, with my extended family. A uh, bunch of fans here out for the Hot Corner tonight, and everybody's getting a free beer if they drink beer. Um, it's actually happy hour if you get out here, and you also have a chance to win a fifty-dollar gift card um, if you actually post a picture on Instagram with hashtag the Hot Corner Show uh, from the Sports Grill. You're automatically entered into a raffle to win fifty bucks, so you can potentially come out and eat for free. Um, and if you're on Twitter, you might as well go ahead and follow us. Uh, you can find me at Dr. Ray T. Manuel Ferrero at ISPSO, at David Dwork, and at The Hot Corner Show. So you can stay in in touch with everything that's going on if you have any topics that you want to talk about. That's what we're here for, guys. So, uh, Manny, since last show, what's been happening, man? I know we always kind of do a little bit of a rundown. Anything new going on with you, man? Well,
0: well yes. Um, I want to congratulate first and foremost.
2: A Rycon Scrubs. I also want to
0: congratulate one payment. And... Southern Storm.
3: They won their respective divisions this
0: weekend at the uh, Winter World Championships for ISPS over there in the um, Softball Complex at Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So congratulations to them. We had, uh, in total, we had about 53 teams. So uh, it was a pretty big event. It was our two-day event. We had about nine fields going, uh, going, going on all day, and. Uh, Beautiful day, no, no complaints for the weather. Everything's fine. And oh, next week I'll be going to the Bahamas. So I uh, did some booking on that. I did uh, some traveling arrangements. And that's pretty much it, right? How well, brother?
2: I tell you what, I, I'm I'm jealous you get to do all this traveling. Um, I don't have any time to do any traveling right now. That's because I'm actually focused mainly on. Really, my goal this year was to try to help and really improve the health of my local community. So I thought, you know, how can I do that? And one of the ways was by doing some public speaking. So this past Monday night, I actually had a lecture for the Gluten State South Florida Society at Baptist Hospital. And it was actually awesome. Uh, All the people there were either diagnosed with celiac disease or gluten sensitivity, or something like that. And it was just great, the information they got, and and, and so many questions, and so many people whose health are really affected out there and just really, really need the kind of health care that I provide. So I was super happy to do that. This Saturday, I've got a talk at the Five Sisters Metaphysical Store about how stress affects the body at 3 p.m. The following Saturday, I've got a talk at the Miami-Dade Public Library, which is going to kick off the first part of 4, which is an introduction to your health. Uh, physical, physical health, chemical health, and emotional health. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. Um, and then finally, April 9th, that's the next event that I have set up. I'm actually going to be speaking at Larkin Hospital, and it's called Are You Still Counting Sheep? An informative discussion about insomnia with the experts. And it's going to be me and uh, a licensed uh, psychologist, uh, Iris Luaga, and we're going to be talking about how, how it affects you, um, why you need it. I mean, so many things about sleep and and natural ways to help out with it. So it could be really beneficial for a lot of people. Um,
4: So that's about it for me,
2: man. Just all the speaking and everything that's been going on, it's been really a blessing. And I'm looking forward to to do more of it. And like I said, really help the local community, man. So I'm happy with everything. And I'm glad that I said that because we're actually going to talk with our first special guest about how to help the community. Uh, So what we're going to do is take a quick break right now. And when we come back, we're going to be with Mr. Ray Sarginia from the Kiwanis Club. So hang tight one minute, and we'll be right back. Get this.
1: Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, Fantasy Sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner.
4: Alrighty,
2: and we are back. We're rocking and rolling. We, we we got the applause from the live audience, and uh, we're here now for the first time. Special guest, Mr. Ray here from Kiwanis Club of Anna Ray, how you doing tonight, my friend? I'm sorry, my man. We missed you right there. Uh, tell us some more time. How you doing tonight?
5: Absolutely. Good evening, gentlemen. It's just another day in paradise.
2: Oh man, yes it is, and, and I think Manny Manny would probably tell you that that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. tomorrow that's tomorrow,
5: right? <laughs> <laughs> I could relate.
2: Yeah, I could relate, right? But uh, Ray, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about you and uh, what you do for the Kiwanis Club?
5: Sure thing. So I am a uh, born native of Miami. Uh, I'm very fortunate to have a lovely wife and five amazing children, so quite busy at home and very blessed, a very blessed man, so I give back a lot of time to the community, and I choose to do that through the Kiwanis Club of Little Havana, which is very dear to my heart. Uh, As a member of the Kiwanis Club, I have been uh, chairman of the Back to School Project for about the last five years, and that is just quite an amazing project. Uh, This year, we were able to give back uh, children a book bag with school supplies to be able to start off the school year on the right foot, and we were able to help 8,000 children. 8,000 children was an amazing experience, and that's just one of the many things I do here as a member of the Kiwanis Club.
2: Man, that's amazing. Um, How, you know, 8,000 kids, I mean, I I was just going to ask you, what does Kiwanis actually do for the community, but... I think you summed it up. I mean, is there anything
4: else that you want to for the
5: community? Yeah, thank you for asking. So, it, you know, there's a lot of projects that we do throughout the year, and um, th- the people that they help are very grateful for them, but uh, a lot of the public doesn't know what they are, and so let me just en- enumerate a few of them for you. Um, throughout the year, we have a lot of free projects to help needy children. First let me begin by saying Kiwanis is an international organization that's focused and dedicated to helping children in needy areas in particular neighborhoods. We happen to be one of many chapters worldwide and we focus on the area of Little Havana where our geographical footprint is. That said, I'll give you an example Upcoming this summer we're going to have an opportunity for typically 250 summer campers to get off the streets, to get out of their homes, and to have a free summer camp so their parents could go to work and not worry where they're at. Following that, we have a free basketball uh, league, which runs for about eight weeks, and that's been going on for about 30 years. Um, Later, towards the end of the year, we have a toy for every child. We give about 5,000 children a gift at the end of the year, and we have an adopt-a-family program where about 50 to 70 families are adopted, and we try to make their Christmas a little special. Uh, currently, we're working with half queens of Carnival Miami who have formed a coalition called Crowns of Love, and they're giving back to certain uh, children in school, helping them learn to read. I mean, the list goes really on and on for how many projects we got going on throughout the year. Um, and that's not to mention our events, which is really what puts us on the map. Uh, all right, that's
0: amazing, man. And,
5: and it's, it's all, all for the
0: kids. kids. I mean, what what better... What better way to, to help our future? That's our future. And we grow old, and uh, we need somebody to help us get out of bed. Who's going to be there to help us? The future of the kids. So we gotta we got to help them out. But wait, talk to me about this week, carnival week. What's happening tomorrow? I heard there's a, uh, like a little ball tournament going on that I'm going to uh, have to defend my title at.
5: <laughs> yes. I think uh, we are going to be trying to defend that title. And, uh, you know, if if you have anything to say about it, I'm sure we're going to be winning, right? Uh, That's right, baby, that's right. So tomorrow we've we've got our um, very important um, golf tournament. It uh, goes to help our foundation. Uh, We expect about 144 golfers, so it should be a, a, a terrific event. Um, that said, uh, it helps our foundation directly and our foundation is really amazing. At any given time, uh, including right now, we've got about a hundred children on scholarship to go to college. And just to give you a little bit of insight about how that works, uh, these children go to, you know, state colleges that are um, uh, needy children. And in order to qualify, you don't have to be the best in class. In fact, We're not looking for the A students. We're not looking for the F students. We're looking for those children in between that, you know, could really use financial aid to get to school and they'll apply. And uh, it's just an amazing project. Uh, That's just one of the many things. Tomorrow's event raises funds to help those children in our scholarship fund.
2: Man, that's awesome. Um, Definitely, you know, right away helping the kids, man, scholarships. I think that's the most important thing, you know, education man and and the educated choices to do the right things i think is so important so i I think that's well,
4: great
2: yeah i mean it's a win-win i mean you can't beat it i mean without a doubt so i'm looking forward to that for sure uh my drive my driver's been pretty pretty on lately so maybe maybe we'll use a couple of my shots this time who knows um but ray what else is going on with kiwani's right now i know that now is like the height of the season. You guys are going crazy with all the events and the golf tournament and like you're hitting it hard, but is there anything else throughout the year that you guys do?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's correct. Let me just take a moment to highlight a few of the things that are going on currently. Uh we're in the middle of Carnival Miami season, and that entails a lot of events that we use um throughout the season. Uh, For example, we just finished an amazing experience this past weekend with Carnival on the Mile, which was a two-day event Saturday and Sunday. In essence, we use Miracle Mile as a staging place for three live music stages. There was an amazing cork and fork event, which was a wine and food tasting event uh, that was just out of this world. And... uh, it, the crowds were there, the weather was there. It was just an amazing experience, not only for our event, which we used to raise funds for all of the projects that we have throughout the year, but it was a great impact for um, the city, which allowed us to have the event there. And I, I expect the ramifications of our event were positive for all of the stores and vendors, um, especially the restaurants throughout the area. Um, currently, we've got the, like I said, the golf tournament. Tomorrow, uh, we just uh, finished having the cooking contest Uh, Yesterday, uh, we've got this upcoming Sunday. It's going to be Calle Ocho, and uh, that's a really large block party where we have an amazing amount of stages, free music. The crowds are just having a blast, and it should be an amazing experience this weekend. Um, After that, we've got our soccer tournament. So we've got a lot of events currently going on, and these help to to raise funds to, to fund our projects throughout the year nice man that's that's phenomenal man you
0: guys are nonstop, man I know because well you're a very good friend Mr. Pablo Lao and Chino a oh, yeah. <laughs> little little because of height but oh, he's older than me <laughs> so and, no man I, I I love all you all you guys all that you guys do all that you guys stand for a, and it's for the Little Havana community, man, which is uh, near and dear to our heart down here in the Cuban-American community. Pero, oh, a little side topic. You guys, um, who is your king of carnal? I know that you guys nominate a, well, not nominate. You guys pick a queen through the Miss Carnival beauty pageant, pero oh, you're king. You're king. And uh, my second question is, uh, what are you guys going to ask me to become king of carnal?
5: That's awesome. So, uh I'll make sure your name's in the hat and uh you know, just to backtrack a little I mean, bit, a few weeks ago we were able to have a, a great At
2: least in the hat.
5: <laughs> a few weeks ago we were able to have a great experience. Um we were able to select the Miss Carnival. It was a great event and um to, you know, pair that, we did um pick a king this year and Andy Garcia is representing the Kiwani's club a little Havana this year. He's going to be performing at Calle Ocho and uh he's bringing down his uh his full orchestra band from, uh, out from California. It's uh I believe a 13 man band, so it's it's a tremendous uh, uh stage that they're going to be performing in and it's they're going to have live instruments and uh you know as he put it, it's going to be a more or less a, a descarga organizada. Uh, that he's going to be playing. So we're really looking forward to hearing him play. And, uh, you know, he means so much to our community. And, uh, you know, he's coming back home to his roots. So it's going to be a great time with having Andy Garcia as King of Carnival this year. Nice. Andy Garcia, bro. Bro. Can't beat it. Can't Can't beat it. it. Can't beat that.
2: Can't beat Andy Garcia. Uh, Ray, you know, a couple more questions for you, man. And this is more like – we need people like you that are giving back to the community and people like the Kiwanis. And I'm sure there's some people listening that are thinking, you know what, man, I'm blessed too. And, and, you know, what can I do to try to help out? Because the more you give, the more you gain, you know, the more you put into life, the more you're going to get out of it. And and when you live life the right way, it always has a way of coming back and circling back to you. And, you know, you kind of make your own luck type of thing. So how can some of the people out there listening contribute, you know, what will help the Kiwanis raise money? You know what are some ways that people can get involved?
5: Sure, you know, thank you so very much for asking. and what we try to focus on with our events is is to create environments where where folks want to go and and have a good time and enjoy themselves and uh we find that when people are able to go to these kinds of events um you know they're more willing to you know donate um give funds and just have a good time and uh you know what we would encourage folks to do is is if you haven't gone to carnival on the mile come visit it it's an amazing weekend um we do it every year um again same thing uh we have throughout the year other events and projects, we're always obviously willing to accept donations. Um, You know, you could call our office and, uh, you know, ask those very questions that you have. Uh, We've got a full staff in the office at all times, and they'd be happy to field your questions and give you answers. Um, So, you know, we always invite folks to come out to our events uh, because if they have a good time, they're going to tell their friends, and they're going to come back the following year. And the more and more folks that come out, the better it's going to be for us to be able to fundraise and give back to the community. Beautiful, man, beautiful. All right,
0: well, guys, go out there and contribute to the Kiwanis. And if you if you don't live down here in the Little Havana area, uh, find your local chapter. I'm sure there's a local Kiwanis chapter in every major city or or at least in every state and, and contribute, do something. Uh, yeah. Hi. Hey, let me ask you something. What does it take to get involved with the Kiwanis, if somebody wants to become a Kiwanis. And uh, my second question is,
5: uh, what's the secret handshake? <laughs> well, the secret handshake, uh, I'll have to show you tomorrow. I'm not going to be able to tell you. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, to get involved with Kiwanis, I think, is, is a really, really important thing for, for all communities. Uh, you're right, uh, not only here in Miami, but really throughout our country, throughout the world. Um, It just means giving back to children that are in need. A lot of these kids that I help, uh, you know, may never meet me, but that's okay. I know that I'm doing a greater good for the community and and that comforts me and makes me feel good. You know, I told you I'm chairman of the back to school project. When a child turns to you and says, can I keep this book bag? Do I have to return it after the school year? It really hits home. And it makes me see that there's a lot of need out there. And so, Getting involved with the Kiwanis is as simple as reaching out to your local chapter and trying to become involved and seeing what's going on there. And, uh, you know, I encourage folks to use this organization as the organization to get back to. Beautiful.
2: Yeah, man, 100%, man. Well, Ray, listen, man, we really want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, man, to join us here um, and tell us about Kiwanis and how it's going down and how you guys help the community and how people can help out, man. So real quick, if there's, like, a website or a number also, you know, to the office that people can call if they want to get involved or find out more about what Kiwanis is doing, give it to them one more time, man, and and then uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next segment.
5: Great. Yeah, we want you to follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, We want you to go to our website. It's got all the details of all of our events, of all of our projects. Uh, The phone number to the office is there. Uh, It's 305-644-8888. At the end of the day, you know, thank you, gentlemen, for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to playing with you boys at the golf course tomorrow. Anytime, man. And uh, go King Raymond James, baby. (laughs) It James. <laughs>
2: it's down and popping tomorrow, baby. We're going to get them. All right, Ray Ray. Thanks for joining us, my friend. And uh, have a great night and we'll see you tomorrow. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll be right back actually with the Hot Corner Hot List.
3: Suntear Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive. Preventive and personalized. Frontier Spine and Healthcare. Area code 786 353 HEAL or www.353heel.com.
2: All right, baby, we're back in business. We're ready to rock and roll on the Hot Corner Hot List. And we got a couple yes, things to sir. talk about, man. I mean, first of all, let's start out. It's uh you scroll down Facebook, it's all you see uh Donald Trump. The the presidential election, man. What's going on, Manny? What what do you make of all this, man? What what do you think is going on here?
0: Oh, Lord. here we go. I thought we weren't going to talk about politics on this show, Dr. Ray, but I understand it's uh, so we are not very talking politics. Subject. We're
2: just we're just updating the people, man. You don't have to say if you're Republican, if you're Democratic, if you're Independent, if you want Bernie, if you want Donald. All we got to do is let everybody know what's going on. So, uh, you know, what do you think here? I mean, delegates won as of this point. Donald Trump is way ahead, man, and Ted Cruz is in second. It's a pretty comfortable second, and we got Rubio in third for for the uh, dem for the Republican Party. Excuse me. I mean what do you say? Th- do you think Trump is really going to end up being the Republican delegate and this has nothing to do with, with who you want to be but the way it looks right now what do you think
0: the way it looks right now is uh, it's Trump all the way it's going to be Trump versus Hillary how does the Democratic side
2: look like right now I'll be 100% honest with you it's all Hillary it's all Hillary it's, it's all Hillary yeah. right now now this is what some people are saying, just in case, all right. Um, Hillary is very highly backed by a lot of the news stations and a lot of the media and so on and so forth, and so they're all making it look like she's winning. But, and I've heard this from a couple places. Again, this is not from any type of you know, very legitimate source or anything like that. There's nothing like that happening here. But I've, what I've heard from a couple people is that it's they're making it look like hillary's really far ahead whatever the case is but that bernie really has a chance to win here so we're not 100 percent sure if that's the case or not but i mean you know it's something that we'll have to take a look at and see i mean again i think march 15th is really the big day that's when all the big states go down we'll have a much better idea of what's actually really happening but you know what what have you been hearing manny anything anything from Little havana that you've been hearing
5: Little Havana is
0: that uh Rubio is even losing in his own state of Florida, man. Right? There's no um there's no stopping Trump. It's gonna be Trump versus Hillary, but you know what I I like the um I like all these memes that we've been seeing on social media like um with Bill Clinton. He's says, uh, the says uh, I I didn't even say it was with hillary you shouldn't either there's a bunch of memes going against uh hillary there's a bunch of memes going against trump hey uh, i i wish at this point i wish we could uh resurrect uh i don't know abraham lincoln or, or ronald reagan and bring them back and, and see see what they could do man
2: Yeah, it's kind of like pick your poison with this election, you know what I mean? Uh, But, I mean, what can you do about it? At this point, you know, I think you just have to pick what matters to you the most and and stick with that, you know, because myself personally, I agree with a lot of different things from a lot of the different candidates. So it's extremely hard for me to pick who I want to vote for. But
4: what I would say is
2: everybody get educated as you can and just make sure that you get out there and vote. That's the most important thing. Every vote counts. You know, like we talked about last week, you gotta gotta get out there and vote, all right? So
0: definitely so get sure out there that. and vote, guys.
2: I think early voting has already started in Florida, so go ahead and get out there. Um, and actually, I want to tell you guys also, if you guys are voting in Florida and you get to vote for judges on August 31st, I want to tell you about my my a good friend of mine. Um, her name is Denise Martinez Scanziani. Um, and she is is running for circuit court judge, and she would make an excellent, excellent judge. So I just want to let everybody out there know, you know the judge the judge voting process is really kind of a vague one. You just kind of pick whoever you want. She might win just because she has a cool cool name like Denise Martinez Gandiani, right? But uh, go out there if you see that name on the card, uh, pick her, Chad, and vote for her, and and tell her, listen, she is a very very fair person, someone who is is just going to do a great job as a circuit court judge and and I'm proud to know her and to call her a friend so if you guys get out there and and vote on August 31st vote Denise Martinez-Gambiani
0: for circuit court judge will do but uh, that's one of those uh, positions that I would not like to hold man
2: to be a judge
0: that's a tough tough uh, job what do you
2: think Dr. I I tell you it's extremely hard but it's easy if you if you're a good judge because what that means is that you're going by the facts and you do whatever the facts say and and that's how that's how I think you know you would be a good judge but again I'm not a judge I'm just a, I'm just a softball playing chiropractor my man so you know what do I have to say about it but nice. keep it moving a little bit here we got we got March Manning but but I'll tell you what before that Peyton Manning man he's riding off into the sun hey man sheriff. It's official, man, the Sheriff. You know, what do you think, man? What's going on? Uh, we've seen the I last think... of them, man. Who's the next great quarterback?
0: Wow, the next great quarterback. Cam Newton is very good. Russell Wilson is very good. Better you know, the Sheriff, man. I, I think after, after winning a Super Bowl, being the, the oldest quarterback to ever start and to ever win, and now all these uh, lawsuits and allegations coming out about stuff that he did back in college. You know, he's a college kid, and he moved a trainer. I understand, I understand, but uh, it, it's just kind of funny how you how you bring it up. You know, when the guy is up there, he, he's, he's he's in a shiny moment, and, and they you know they they come and throw dirt on top of the guy, man.
2: Hey, welcome welcome to welcome to life, my friend. Look at Jameis Winston. Know,
0: it's horrible.
2: It's horrible. Look at, yeah. look at Jameis Winston, man. I mean,
4: look. He was, he was hungry. hungry. He was hungry.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But you got to remember, too, when Peyton was around, there was no social media. I mean, it wasn't That's a big right. deal because nobody made it a big deal because they couldn't make it a big right. deal because they didn't have a medium to reach thousands of people. And, and a name like that is going to trend and it's going to pop up and everybody's going to see it. So... You know, it's tough, man. I mean, mooning a trainer is a little bit worse than yelling a profanity in in the Union Square, in my opinion. You know, that's actually, you know, exposing yourself. Was it mooning
0: the the traditional traditional way or was it mooning pool pool frontal? frontal?
2: No, I think it was traditional moon. You know, who knows, maybe you get a little bulldog action going on there, but, you know. I don't know, it (laughs) might have been sausage and eggs. I don't know, Who knows knows what's happening, man. But, again, again, who knows? It's just a different time and a different place. And just because, you know, you're rowdy when you're a kid and those kinds of things doesn't mean you have to uh, be a bad person, you know. But anyways, it is what it is, man. But spring training, man, a lot of stuff going on in baseball right now. Have you been able to catch any action?
0: Yeah. Uh, what's up? I haven't been able to catch any action because I I actually work for a living. I run a successful international slow-based softball organization. But, uh...
2: Wait a minute, you work?
0: I yeah, thought you
2: just I thought you just went to softball tournaments on weekends. I thought that was all you did and play golf
0: on the weekends,
2: yeah, I thought you just played golf on you know and... no, but uh,
0: what I found kind of funny was that the Marlins, hey, what's going on uh, the marlins they play they played the Yankees on the uh on the last two days before the opening day over here in Marlins Park, it's like. You know, there's a. there's The state is probably going to be packed with more New York Yankee fans and Marlins fans, as, as always.
2: Hey, 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 wait a minute. The Marlins are making moves now. They're signing players. We may actually get a couple more people in Orange. Plus, Marlins fan has been everywhere. You know, I mean, you never know.
0: Yeah, but, but who's running the team right now? A former
2: what? Baseball player. Former Yankee baseball player. Get it right, brother. It doesn't matter. As long as it's a player that's in charge, that's what it's all about.
0: <laughs>
2: and what about
5: who's
0: in charge of their Higgs?
2: Oh man, how about Mr. Barry Bonds, one of the best a former hitter steroid
4: user. Yeah,
2: it doesn't a matter. Legit. One of a the legit. best hitters of all time. The guy walked up more better. times than anybody, more
4: home runs Definitely. than anybody.
2: Like I like we've talked about it, man. Look, do I believe P belong in the game? No. Do I believe put people in, should
0: use PEDs? the hall of pages, No. Just open up a separate little room for the steroids. Yeah.
2: Well, look. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's a good idea. But, you know, besides that, here's what I think. I want you to take 100 guys and give them all steroids and PEDs. And let's see how many home runs they hit in a 162-game season. You know, regardless of, of performance-enhancing drugs, you can't take away this guy's natural talent. You can't take away the fact that he's one of the best to play the game. But you can not put an asterisk next to oh, no. the name.
4: So,
2: I mean, I... I Okay, so uh, apparently we are back to having some technical difficulties. Every 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 microphone.
4: What is going on?
2: <laughs> no, oh, here see. we go. <laughs> every microphone that Manny gets. Every microphone that Manny gets. I'm starting to think it's his computer. Uh, anyway, Manny's having some some technical difficulties again. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead into a commercial. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about our health topic of the night. We're going to be talking about gluten and how it affects your health and all that. So hang tight one second. We're going to work on Manny's mic, and we'll be right back after this.
1: Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the Hot Corner.
2: All right, so we are back, and we are ready to rock and roll here. We messed up, though. We didn't wait for the live studio applause. But we're going to go ahead and keep it moving. We're going to talk about gluten here tonight. That's going to be our, our health topic on the Hot Corner, our Hot Corner health topic. So gluten, what about, man, all you hear now is gluten this, gluten that, should I go gluten free? What does gluten even do? Uh, so, you know, where do we start? I mean, first of all, I want you guys to know, this will be a good a good uh, reason for you to pay attention here. If you suffer from any of these things, there's a chance that gluten can be one of the causes. So anemia, anxiety, bloating or gas, constipation, delayed growth in children. Depression, diarrhea, discolored teeth, fatigue, tiredness, headaches or migraines, infertility, irritability, skin rashes like dermatitis, joint pain, sores in the mouth, poor weight gain. So if for some reason you're trying to gain all this weight and you can't, gluten can be a problem. Thin bones, where they fracture easily or they're very brittle, tingling and numbness. These are all signs and symptoms of gluten issues. So gluten... If you don't know what it is, it's actually a a constituent of wheat. So it's a protein in wheat that's found in wheat, but it's something that as your body breaks food down and digests it, it can sometimes be hard to digest. So what happens is this gluten stays in your stomach for a longer time than the rest of your food. And what ends up happening is it releases these proteins inside of your stomach, and these proteins are called zonulin proteins. These proteins, it doesn't matter what their name is, but what they do is they increase permeability in your stomach. Now what the heck does that mean? Your stomach is what's called selectively permeable, which means it wants to let some things in and keep most things out, but it wants to bring in nutrients and it wants to bring in good things from your food. One of the problems is gluten, when it releases this protein zonulin because it's hard to digest, makes these holes that allow things through but block other things out much larger and everything starts moving through. Food moves through. Gluten moves through. All these things start to move through, and it becomes a big problem. Uh-oh. We got, a, we got another big problem. It's time for the Hot Corner Halftime Show provided by Sports Grill. We got, we got our manager out here, Mr. Ingle Rick, on Twitter. What do we, Oh,
6: there's the sound. What do we get out here tonight?
2: got some some hot wings out here too that are a little hot. We got to thank Sports Grill for sponsoring our halftime show. Remember, if you come out here, you can actually get a free beer, and you got a chance to win 50 bucks. So perfect timing, right when we start talking about gluten, we get a nice heaping serve of gluten right here on our plate. Man, I'm so excited to tear up this gluten now. Why can I have gluten, but some people can't? That's a really good question, right, Manny? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass some of, the, some of this over to you while I keep talking about gluten. And one of the reasons why certain people can have gluten and certain people can't is because of what happens with their immune system. Now, this is generally also by their genes, believe it or not. What ends up happening is genetics play a large role in what's going on with how your body handles gluten. Some people can have a lot of sensitivity to it. And when they have these sensitivities, their immune system starts to attack gluten and it ends up creating confusion between the gluten and the body's own tissues. So people start to end up attacking their own tissues whenever they eat gluten. So one thing that we do when it comes to gluten is we look for antibodies to gluten in blood or in different areas when we test as, as uh, health care providers. This is one way that celiac disease has been diagnosed. Now, celiac disease is people who are autoimmune because they actually eat or take in or touch and then take in gluten. Celiac disease is a little bit different than gluten sensitivity. So gluten sensitivity means that their, they, their body doesn't react to it and their immune system is stimulated by it, but it does not cause problems to the intestines like celiac disease. People who have celiac disease, actually end up developing really really bad problems with their intestines they get holes punched in their intestines by their immune system because their body thinks that their intestines are actually gluten because of the process that happens when gluten crosses that barrier so, so it's a very dangerous thing
0: so both of these foods right here have gluten
2: yes both of these foods have gluten because there's breading that's used here and actual bread but foods that are gluten-free are generally not going to have any wheat products or wheat constituents in them. So there's a lot of places that you that you wouldn't even expect expect to find gluten. Like sunscreen. Yeah, spaces.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know
2: what, here's the thing. Gluten and the way people should look at gluten is like a luxury. Some people can afford luxury and some people can't. If you have the genes that are going to make you autoimmune, you have to be gluten-free. If you have sensitivities in your stomach that are caused by any number of things, you have to try to avoid gluten. You know, there's some people that can do it and there's some people that can't. And again, that's genetic, but it's also environmental. So if you have those symptoms that we talked about earlier, a really good thing to do is to go to your doctor, although your medical doctor may not be able to help you too much. They don't really deal with these types of things that often, although it's becoming fairly more well-known. If your doctor is staying on top of everything, and they're staying up to date with the newest research, they may be able to help you. But the latest studies show that there's a big problem because right now, for people who have celiac disease, for example, the, the, the diagnosis time is 6 to 10 years. So these people go to see doctors. These people are going to see doctors, and for 6 to 10 years, they cannot get an, an accurate diagnosis, which is a really, really big problem here. So for 6 to 10 years, You're there, you're spending time, you're spending money, and you are not feeling well. So it's a big problem. It's a hard to to find one, which is why I tell people all the time, if you start taking medicine and you start doing these things, you just want to make sure that you're not medicating and taking care of symptoms and letting other problems happen underneath. So if you suffer from those symptoms, again, like gas, bloating, gastrointestinal issues, and all these things, check for celiac, check for gluten sensitivities, Blood test is the way to do it. Um and, and just make sure that you take care of your health there. So what we're gonna do is if you guys have any questions about gluten, you're always uh you're always with us and you can always let us know what's going on. Um I'm not sure that we're still that we're still coming into you live. I think we're experiencing some technical difficulties. So if you just hang on with us tight here a minute, we're gonna try to get right back on the air. Uh but we're gonna go ahead and play a commercial right now. So give us just one minute, and we'll be right back here on the Hot Corner.
3: Sun Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive, preventive, and personalized. Frontier Spine and Healthcare, area code 786-353-HEAL or www.353heal.com.
2: All right, we're back in action. Sorry for that right there. I'm not sure what happened. I had a little bit of technical difficulties. So we're just going to backtrack a little bit and go right back into gluten here and I think where I left off was saying that some people can have gluten and some people can't. You have to look at gluten and processed foods and these things as a luxury. Some people can afford them and some can't. And if gluten is what's making you sick and experiencing symptoms, simply removing it from your diet can make you can really really change your life. Again, if you have anemia, if you've got headaches, if you've got bloating, constipation, depression, diarrhea, all these issues. These are ways uh, or things that can be caused by gluten. So, again, your medical doctor, if he doesn't know how to test for gluten or, or doesn't test for gluten or whatever the case is, a comprehensive blood test is something that can really help out um, and check for trans-tissue glutaminase antibodies. Looking for endomysial antibodies, these are confirmatory tests. You don't actually necessarily have to do a biopsy nowadays of your intestines to find out. You have to go under general anesthesia and all the. Running a simple blood test is a great way to find out what's going on, and these are things that I do in my office. Also, food sensitivities are generally correlated with having gluten issues. So, like I said, if you're suffering from these kinds of symptoms, just let us know. Give us a call, seven eight two three five three heal Check out the website, www.353heal.com, and find out how gluten can help. And I'll be more than happy to send you the PowerPoint that I, that I uh, gave to the people over at uh, Baptist Hospital from the Gluten Free South Florida Society. They all loved the information, and they were all really asking a lot of questions. And so if this is affecting your life and you've been going to the doctor forever and you're having all these symptoms and they can't figure it out, maybe it's gluten. If that's the case, give us a call. We'll get you on the right path, and we'll make it happen, all right? So, again, we want to thank you guys for listening to the Hot Corner Health Health segment. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to be back with our sports dorks. Mr. David Dork from CBS4Miami. Hang
4: tight.
1: And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's sports with the sports dork. Live, right now, on the ISPS Radio Network. With sports news and entertainment for all you dorks out there. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at David Dwork. And call the show now at 347-637-3978. And ask the Dwork anything. Nothing's off topic. And now, the sports dwarf, David Dwork.
2: All right, baby, we are back. We are ready to rock and roll, and uh, we got we got our main man on. Oh, the applause is coming in late tonight, baby. The applause is coming in late tonight. David, how are you doing tonight, my friend?
6: I'm doing well, Dr. Ray. Good to be back on the air with you, man.
2: Yeah, man, we miss you. It's been a while. How's everything been? It's been, like, I don't know, months since, we, since we've since talked to our sports work.
6: Yeah, we've been, you know, slowly uh, recovering from football season and, you know, allowing the Panthers and the Heat to to bring us back up. So, you know, it's an understandable moratorium period. But um, things have been really good, man. Things have been great for me. I hope uh, things are going well with you
4: guys as well. They're,
2: they're going about as good as they can right now. I mean, it's Wednesday night. We're here on the hot corner. I'm doing great. But for some reason, Manny, <laughs> Manny, <laughs> Manny. Just Always has some problems with his mic, man. He's just—I don't—I'm just starting to think it's his computer. But anyway, Dave, it's me and you right now. Let's make this happen, man. Tell us what's happening. I mean, what's the first thing on your mind when you're thinking Miami sports right now?
6: Uh, well, at the moment, it's the Dolphins, just because uh, I've kind of been consumed in Dolphins news today with free agency opening and so many moving parts on the team. Um, you know, like losing Olivier Vernon and Lamar Miller, which we knew was going to happen. Um, Miller got a little bit more money than I thought he would, and Olivier Vernon got a lot more money than anybody thought he would, except maybe his agent. Um, so that was surprising, but good for him. And um, you know, it's interesting to see how the Dolphins are handling free agency. Obviously, they're trying to get a little bit, bit bigger on defense, bringing in the two uh, six-foot-one uh, secondary members and Byron Maxwell and uh, Issa Abdul. I have no, honestly, have no idea how to pronounce. Q U D D U S, but that's his name, and he's uh, an ascending player. You know, some of the, some uh, NFL experts that I was reading about him are high on him. They say he's a he's coming up. He had a his best season last year, so you know we'll see if Miami may have found somebody on the cusp of uh, becoming a solid NFL player or not. And uh, you know it'll be interesting to see how how things go moving forward. They're going to have to bring in another quarterback because Matt Moore is gone. Uh, they still have to fill the two guard spots, and it's kind of disturbing that you haven't heard word one today about them even being in talks with any free agent guards as they continue to get plucked off the market. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few days. But, you know, as Dolphin fans, we're just blindly optimistic and hope for the best and prepare for the worst. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really the attitude right. we yeah. got to take, man. So uh, what do you think
2: about this? We kind of swapped out Olivier Vernon for Mario Williams. What do you think about that move?
6: Well, considering how much money Vernon earned on the open market, you know, it makes a little bit more sense to me now. Uh, obviously, the Dolphins, uh, they really liked Mario Williams. The, uh, the consensus in Davy is that uh, he just did not fit in well in Rex Ryan's 3-4 scheme in Buffalo, which is why he struggled. Um, You know, the reports of him giving up on his teammates and kind of having a bad attitude, you know, obviously you don't want to hear that, but it's not that uncommon of a thing to hear in the NFL or in pro sports, really. A guy isn't happy on a team where you have to give so much effort every day that you're out there. You know, it's a hard life to live, and if you're not happy, it makes it that much worse. So, you know, hopefully he comes to Miami rejuvenated. He seems really excited to be here. His comments. Uh, in in his uh, introductory interviews, where how excited he was to be here with Stephen Ross and to be with the Dolphins, it, he said it was a no brainer to come here. So hopefully we get Mario Williams two years ago and three years ago. You know the guy who's going to get the double digit digit sacks and he's going to pump up the fan base and um, hopefully that's the guy that we see this year.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think that a, you know a change of scenery is something that's good. Uh, you know, like, look at you Cespedes for example, I mean, somebody dropped him in our fantasy baseball league last year and then he got traded and then I picked him up and then he became like the MVP. I mean, so who knows what could happen? Mario Williams definitely has the size the talent. Um, what do you think we're going to do now in the running back position that we let go of Lamar Miller? Are we going to, you know, rely on Jay Ajayi at
6: this point or, or what do you think the plans are there? Uh, I think they're definitely going to bring in uh, another back, probably to be the lead back. Uh, I'm not, you know, Jay Ajayi, he's got a lot of upside. We saw some of that last year, but he missed most of the season due to injury. He only got in there the last few games. So I'm definitely uh, thinking they're going to bring someone in. Their first choice, Matt Forte, was signed by the Jets, which double-fucked. Um, but I know that they're looking at C.J. Anderson out of Denver. And, uh, oh, God, the, the other guy that they were looking at uh, slips my mind at the moment. Oh, um, Alfred Morris uh, from Washington. So, you know, not the pitch of the litter per se. You know, neither guy had that good of a year last year. But, uh, you know, I guess Miami's just getting what they can right now. Um, as I said earlier, my big concern is that they haven't addressed the offensive line yet, which I think is the number one need. But uh, we'll just see how it all plays out.
2: What do you think, um, man, I don't, I don't know, it's kind of crazy with these running backs that are out there. Uh, what do you think about it? Is there any is there any rookies, uh, any drafts that, you know, anybody in the draft that we might possibly be targeting at running
6: back? There's a couple of guys that it, it's all going to depend on, like, how the pitch shake out in that first round, especially now that they've moved down to 13. I don't think there's anybody outside the first couple of rounds that could come in right away and, you know, do something like Alfred Morris did his rookie year. I mean, obviously there's no Todd Gurley type guy in this year's draft, um, but anything's possible. They have so many needs right now that it's really going to depend on what they do in free agency between now and the draft and whatever their top needs are when they go into it, that's where they're going to have to go. Uh, Personally, I'm hoping that they build on defense, I like drafting young defenders and building them up in your system. So there's a few guys that I've got my eye on. So we'll we'll see how it all plays out.
2: Well, let's move over to what's happening with trades right now. This is always something that can happen to bring a running back in. But I've I've seen updates today that the trade with Philly's on, the trade with Philly's off, the trade with Philly's on. What are you getting from, from all this?
4: Well,
6: uh from from what i've seen it, it just kind of came down to the whole byron maxwell injury uh you know he told the eagles he missed the last two games then he told the eagles oh if you make the playoffs i'm good to go you know obviously they didn't make the playoffs and uh, he told the eagles he was fine then they traded him comes to miami can't do a push up uh can't bench press so clearly there was an issue there but you know miami's trainers uh they still passed him uh, you know, he gave him a, a passing rate on his physical, and that's why the trade was back on today. Uh, there, I think the draft compensation was something that was uh, kind of going back and forth a little bit. Ultimately, all the teams did was swap first-round picks. So, in, you know, being a big team, I'm not, I'm okay with this trade. I'm hoping that the Dolphins did their due diligence on the injury front with both players because, you know, obviously the Maxwell thing, Tico Alonso had an amazing rookie year in Buffalo. Then he tears his ACL comes back last year, has a subpar season compared to what he showed in college and what he showed as a rookie. So we have to hope the Dolphins did their research and are confident that these guys can come in and play at the high level that they have in the past. And, uh, you know, moving down five picks in the first round to get two potentially starting quality players on defense, if that's how it pans out, then I think it's a good trade for Miami. But we're not going to know until we see them on the field.
2: Yeah, man, I, I think that's right. It's just only time will tell at this point. But, um, well, let's keep it moving then a little bit. Why, why don't you fill us in a little bit with what's going on with the Heat and let us know, you know, what you see. I mean, Dwayne Wade is looking better to me than he has in a long time. This, this Johnson move was huge. I mean, tell us what do you what do you see with the Heat right now and, and what are your predictions moving
6: towards the end of the season and end of the playoffs? Uh, Well, the Heat right now, I mean, things are going very well for them, obviously. You know, like you mentioned, the Joe Johnson trade seems to have really rejuvenated them. Dwayne Wade has been playing a little bit better since Johnson arrived. He was already doing okay. It's just interesting how this season, Bosch goes down with injury. Everybody, you know, obviously the concern creeps in that what happened last year when Bosch went out and basically they tanked the season, didn't even make the playoffs. This year he goes out and they've only lost two games since then. Uh, you know, they've got the nice little winning streak right now. It'll be interesting to see what happens on this road trip because they've got they've got Milwaukee tonight, and then they go to Chicago, and then they go to Toronto, two very tough opponents, two tough buildings to play in. So that that's what I'm looking at as, as the test to see uh, where the Heat are on the basketball barometer right now. If they played you know, solid games in Chicago and Toronto, I, I'll be happy with a split. to be honest. But, um you know, that's where we'll see how they stack up against the talented teams, and I think that'll give us an idea of what we can expect out of them come playoff time. Yeah, I couldn't agree any more with that. Um,
2: I, I think that I, I like what I've seen so far, you know, but like you said, the talent level and the teams who are about to play is about to jump up a notch. What do you think our chances are realistically, you know, in a seven-game set against a team like Golden State or or San Antonio right now?
6: Uh, I don't think anybody has a chance in a seven-game series against Golden State. I don't think anybody has a chance in a five-game series against Golden State. I think they'd still win four games. That team is scary good. That very is unbelievable. But um, in general, yeah, San Antonio, you know, they would match up pretty decently with the Heat now that they have Joe Johnson because they've got some outside shooting. Now Johnson's been uh, very good from the outside. Uh, you know, Richardson, the rookie, is playing well. uh with the Heat's injury problems at, at guard. And, uh, I mean, Hassan Whiteside, he he seems to get better every game lately. Uh, his defense has come around. His free throw shooting has come around. He's got more sense around the basket. He doesn't seem to be getting agitated. His head seems to be cool. So the Heat, they're trending up right now. And if that continues up until the playoffs get here, I think they could be a surprise team in the East. I think they could get pretty far if they continue to play at this level and improve.
2: Yeah, I got to keep getting better, man, for sure. That's one thing. Uh, talking about Whiteside, what do you think about Whiteside? Is, do you think he's going to be with us? Do
4: um,
2: you think he's going to be with us uh, next year?
6: Yeah, I think Whiteside sticks around. I think uh, Pat Riley, I'm guessing he's got a pretty good feel of where Whiteside's headed at because that's Pat Riley, and uh, he probably would have traded him if he didn't think Whiteside was going to be here long term. I mean, Whiteside, you know, he's young, he's shown the immaturity, but he knows that the Heat gave him his chance. The Heat let him, gave him a second chance that a lot of bad never get. And he's certainly making the most of it. He's become one of the best centers in the NBA. He's just amazing out there. It's really awesome watching him play and just knowing that he's going to continue to grow and get better. Uh, It's definitely good. I think the Heat are going to sign him. Uh, I don't know if they'll get, you know, the uh, hometown discount from Whiteside. We'll have to see. but. You know, Pat Riley, just like he did for 2010, he's been planning for this offseason and next offseason when there's going to be another plethora of high-end free agents coming around. And with Whiteside emerging in the last year, you know, year plus, it, it threw a little bit of a, a variable into the equation for Riley. However, I have the utmost confidence that he's got a plan. It includes Whiteside. They're ob- I'm sure they're going to do something in free agency, and the Heat next year will probably be better than they are this year. And in 2018, it could happen again. I, you know, my whole motto is "In Riley, we trust." He's never let me down, and uh, I don't think he will.
2: I'm with you there, man. I, I'm
4: 100%
2: couldn't agree with anything you said anymore, man. But real quick, uh, we got to wrap up here. Um, run, run down with everybody again. Let them know where they can find you, uh, where they can read about all your stuff and all the latest updates you're putting up about uh, putting out about the local Miami sports and where they can keep in touch, man.
6: Uh, Yeah, on Twitter, you know, at David's Work. Lots of updates there as news comes out. And uh, you can read anything that I write on the cbsmiami.com website. Just click on the sports page, and it will all be right there in front of you. We've also got good audio from our radio partner, WQAM, a lot of interviews going up.
4: So uh, a lot
6: of good content over there, and uh, that's where you can find me.
2: All right, Dave, thanks a lot for joining us, my man. We'll be talking soon.
6: All right, take care,
1: guys. Good to be back. That was our very own Sports Dork, bringing you all the sports news and entertainment you need. Thanks again for listening in. We hope you enjoyed sports with the Sports Dork, David Dork. Now, don't be a real dork. The show's not over. Keep listening. Here are Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III. You've just heard the The Hot Hot Corner Corner Show (laughs) on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball-playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and Commissioner of International Slow Pitch Softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at D-R-R-A-Y-T.